Welcome to another episode of No One's Guilty Pleasure Podcast. This is the second episode in our Y2 Queen series, and the theme is royalty. I've selected a regal guest for a regal film. My friend Courtney has joined me to talk about The Princess Diaries. Courtney and I were neighbors in college freshman year, and thanks to her, I've heard the Beyonce experience about 200 times in a nine-month span. I'm in the beehive by osmosis at this point. I love her to death, and we both love this movie. Listen to our episode to learn why this was so popular in her household, our love for all the women in this film, and many a memory we shared from being reckless young adults. Enjoy. There she is right there. That's me at Thermopolis. Glamour. Romance. Fame. Mia Thermopolis had it all, but only in her dreams. As always, this is as good as it's going to get. Her real life was completely ordinary. You're way tense. But now, something's about to happen. Your grandmother called. This is the first time she's ever contacted us. What you want? That will change everything. I am queen of Genovia. Whoa, whoa. And you are princess. Shut up. Just in case, I'm not enough of a freak already. Ah! What's that, Tiara? I can teach you to walk, talk, sit, stand like a princess. Let the work begin. We don't schlump like this. It's a question of taste. Princesses never cross their legs in public. Tuck one ankle behind the other. A matter of grace. Oh, oh. What kind of dancing do you do? Where is the beautiful girl? My granddaughter, Amelia. And a chance Attack. to make all her dreams come true. Only Paolo can take this and give you much better. Walt Disney Pictures presents Anne Hathaway and Academy Award winner Julie Andrews. Do you think she can do it? I have no doubt. The Princess Diaries. I would like to propose a toast. Hi, Ruby. Are you excited to talk about the Princess Diaries today? I'm so excited to talk about the Princess Diaries today. <laughs> give, give us give us a little Well, first of all, for those who don't know, Courtney and I are old college friends. We were Oh, child. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ancient baby. Freshman day orientation friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but I was trying really hard to win you and Amber over. <laughs> and so, and I was like, these are some hard nuts to crack. <laughs> Come on, and then, <laughs> and then uh, I think I quoted Step Brothers of all things. And you're like, huh, you're weird. And I was like, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. You got eating. me. I do remember that, Ruby. I was so happy. I really enjoyed getting to know you because you were spirited. You had all the friends. You had people in and out coming to see you in the hallway. We lived. I sure, I sure did. I forgot about that. You, I was like, how does she know so many people on campus already? But Ruby was a popular girl. Enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel like you sound like someone right now and it's definitely a housewife, but I can't picture which really? housewife. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, not to like feed your flame, but I feel like you're giving Karen oh, a popular girl. You're just ego boosting me right now. Ruby was yeah. ambassador of Surrey County. <laughs> Likewise. Can you imagine? Everyone, anyway, I'm not going to go in on Surrey County, but I'm so excited to be here. It is so nice. <laughs> Surrey County, here. irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, and we're about to come up on our 10-year anniversary. Shout out to William Mary Tri Pride. Who do you do? 2012. Can't wait. See you all there. <laughs> see you I'm all actually, there or yeah. not. <laughs> or if you see me, please turn the other way. Yeah, act like please you don't, don't know what you did when we were on campus, babe. <gasps> <laughs> Anyway, we're here to talk about something else. <laughs> Sorry, we thought this was a reasonably shady podcast episode, but alas, it's only no one's guilty pleasure. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about Princess Diaries. This is the Y2 Queen month. So, you know, I think also part of our friendship and with Amber too is like we love a reference. Like we love, we loved our heyday of the 2000s, first and foremost. We grew up in peak times. Okay. The best peak, of times. Peak times. The last time we were all happy. Mm-hmm. You know, the first Obama era, we were there. Absolutely. So. We were just getting off of us thinking that the world was going to end. Remember they thought 2000. Well, this, this year, yeah, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I really like look back at the pictures that were taken on New Year's Eve that year because like my mom has all of these of like our family together uh-huh. and my eyes were real white. Like, <laughs> They were open really big and the smile is really like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. Cause we're in the car listening to people saying, okay, 1999, when the clock strikes, you know, midnight, you know, January 1st, we're all going to die. Computers are going to blow up. It's the end. I just wonder where that came from. I don't I'm know. sure that we can find an article about it. It was but... a pastor. I'm almost positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just like, why were the machines going to go? Like, I don't know. They were like, the machine can't count past 1,999 was like literally what they were telling us. Right. Like, well, we could count to like a million. Right. So everything after that fashion, movies, pop culture was a celebration of us making it. <laughs> we were like, it was we a celebration it. of life. Yeah. Celebration of life, if you will. So we were just happy to be there true true mm-hmm. uh this was peak times this came out in 2001 so like presumably film probably like 2000 so again they found out we're okay mm-hmm. and, and they decided to make this joyful film they being whitney houston producer of this film Ooh! i made it you know five minutes without mentioning whitney i know <laughs> here we are I love our fave i know r.i.p um r.i.p and then I- oh go ahead no, you're right. It's like royalty. It's like Julie Andrews. Julie and Andrews. Can Whitney I cuss Houston. on this? Can I cuss on this? Yeah. Part? It's. I Happy. don't even remember. I always read it explicit because I'm like, there's no way I didn't say no way at some point. Fucking Julie Andrews is. <laughs> Come on, Bridgerton. Like quite literally, she's Lady Whistledown now. I mean, like, basically, literally, she is. She's my queen of England. Fuck whatever y'all got going on overseas. Oh, sorry about that, lady, but. Julie Andrews, our queen. Sorry to that woman. Sorry to that woman. I do, I, sorry to that man. I don't know him. I don't know him. <laughs> but Julie Andrews is my queen. Oh, she's perfect. Like, I sat down to watch this last night, and I didn't realize how long it had been since I had watched it, like, all the way through. And I'm like, I just feel good. Like, we don't make feel-good movies anymore. Unless they're, like, I guess Marvel movies are supposed to be the feel-good. Oh, girl, please. I, 
I don't watch those unless I'm not I'm here defending. Game. I'm not defending that world. I was gonna say world. it. It will take someone very handsome to make me want to watch one of those movies. They're so loud and <laughs> so unnecessarily chaotic that I can't. One of my friends brought up a good point once because her partner made her watch all of them, mm-hmm. and it was that like every story is the same because it's like hero has challenge and false challenge. <laughs> like. <laughs> Do any of them lose in the Marvel movies? Um, I mean, some people have died. Oh. But don't ask me who. Who? (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people died in that last one. I, yeah, I tried to watch the group ones, but then there's like little hints in every movie. Mm -hmm. I can't keep keep up. I watch too much Bravo. Okay. And I'm not making the men watch Bravo. I am. You know, they separate but equal. This is, I, again, wrong podcast, but I'm telling you right now, the men will be like, oh, why you watch that stupid show? All they do is get fancy. I, yeah. And then they'd be sitting there like, I don't like um, Candace or I don't like Giselle. And I'm like, oh, so you're watching. Okay. Just Amber's chill. husband always goes, Candace ain't shit. <laughs> like in the middle of an episode. <laughs> why do men hate Candace? Oh. Poor thing. Anyway, we're not talking about Candace. Sorry. For her, it's going to be colorism probably. <laughs> but I think it's literally her. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. And, I'm laughing. And people, people are. That's terrible. And, and it is a real thing. It is a real thing. It but is, that's, not, but that's also not why people are, are upset. Right, I like Candace. She's annoying. I like Candace, but she's a menace on that show. And I, I just, <laughs> she is what she is. But yeah, Julie Andrews and Whitney. <laughs> Back to Julie Andrews. <laughs> um, also, I love the director, like Gary Marshall. He did like, um, well, he did like back in the day, like Happy Days and stuff. But he did like Pretty Woman. Princess Diaries, um, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, and then I think he did New Year's Eve, which is not as good. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But he did the movies. <laughs> he did. He did. And, oh, yeah. and he did Runaway Bride too, which is awesome. Oh, okay. I didn't know he did Runaway Bride. Okay. I think. Let me not. Yeah, my mom is obsessed with Pretty Women. Pretty Woman, excuse me. Um, woman. I found that wild. I heard that from your sister. <laughs> yeah, it's strange for her because she's I said your mom religious. She's yeah, your mom's favorite movies about a prostitute. Yeah, she likes the um the savior movies because she can always relate them to some form of spirituality. And when she saw Gary Marshall produce this movie, she was like, "And it's for children." Oh, I'm sold. What? So Aww. back when we bought DVDs, yes, know, I had it. I had it. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. I was a little different, Ruby. I had outside of the family DVD player, I had my mm-hmm. own compact one. You know the one that you take. Oh, I had one of those. I used Did my you? Quince- um, I used my quinceanera money to buy a um, <laughs> compact DVD player. <laughs> Shout out to everybody who contributed. Okay, <laughs> so those were expensive. They were expensive. Yeah, it was like a couple, like maybe 150 bucks or 200 bucks. But yeah. I was on a lot of road trips with my family, so I would plop that sucker in pop that in put your headphones in one tree hill on dvd a million times problematic an intimate experience it's amazing so i bought i remember watching this movie because it was mother approved tracy approved yes important Mm -hmm. and i would listen to it uh, or watch it a lot and it was fantastic because it was julie andrews and it was that was my first introduction to anne hathaway yeah i mean this was her first role Okay. After, like she was on a she was like on a sitcom once but this was actually like low-key her first role mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But we all met her. She she has said since that she likes to be referred to as Annie because her mom calls her Anne. So for, henceforth, oh, we'll call her Annie. Annie, yeah, Annie because, because we're cool with her like that. Uh, of course, um, that's my girl. I would like to know what other secular films Tracy approved of. <clears throat> okay, so what were her like go to? This is okay for the children. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. <laughs> Freaky Friday. Didn't Cloudy come out like when we were nineteen? Though? Oh yeah listen i'm telling you um i wouldn't know i i don't know if i count prince of egypt as a secular movie no no (laughs) no but it's not a christian movie either right yeah it's not necessarily a christian movie right but like we said the messaging was there people of all faiths enjoy prince of egypt um another movie that she was okay with um was frozen and hercules now hercules was dicey right because we got greek (laughs) mythology in there yeah there's other gods in there right but that's not our god you can relate something to jesus she thinks and i still i i kind of agree with her the greeks were like prophesied that okay you know, okay yeah christ or messiah they anyway. were like they were like the apostles almost yeah and then um, but Jesus. coming of age movies were okay princess diaries was big in that catalog and then princess diaries 2 um, <laughs> was also okay <laughs> good good i mean i love princess diaries too also oh that's the one with raven simone right yes raven mm-hmm. simone yeah mm-hmm. there was a lot she, going too, on. she too was a princess she She's a lot of things, that woman. Um, <laughs> Raven Simone. I almost said rest in heaven, but she is not, she's still with <laughs> That's us. That's not the one. That's not the she's, one. No, she's, she's here. She's us. here with us. Yeah. Amen. She's still with us. Amen. Um, but do you have, like, do you like Princess Diaries 1 over 2, 2 over 1? I like 1 better because 2 was all about marriage and um, it was centering things that I could not relate to at the time. Like Princess Diaries yeah. 1 was all about being awkward and not necessarily knowing who you were and not knowing how to dress. Um, yeah. Some of those things I just listed, I couldn't relate to, but you know, like going to school and like, <laughs> not getting along. I know. Like you saying like, oh, Ruby was a popular girl. I was like, Courtney, you too had a, a little bit of a crew and an entourage at all times. And I also- mean- we're the two hardest people to find free time <laughs> more than twice a year. We enjoyed life, Ruby, in school. I just, yeah. I think it was cool though, because when Princess Diaries 2 came out, marriage was the furthest thing from my, from my mind. Yeah, because we were 14. Like We were young. We, were, we weren't in it. Yeah. No. So Princess Diaries, I could relate to. It was cool. Um, you know, it's awkward meeting family you don't know, um, even if they're not a queen. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time meeting family at family reunions or going out and they're like, this is your third cousin. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> literally my uncle, I called him for his birthday last week and he was like, okay, so your grandfather's sister has a son and he lives in Virginia and he's like the first Latino superintendent in some place. Oh, wow. I, sure. But like, <laughs> I'm not looking up Alberto who's four that I'm related to, to be like, Hey, cuz right. We and out here is, if you need me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's fine without knowing the me. Family is like really adamant about you feeling this sudden connection once you meet them. And it's like, I, I really do not know who you are, sir or ma'am. So I related to that movie in that way. Cause yeah. I felt like I was learning about a lot of family members at that age. And, and everyone expected me to be like, have this instant relationship. So poor Mia, she was 15. She like, when I'm watching it as a grown up, I'm like, damn, they gave her a lot to do. <laughs> like, a, lot. She had a lot of assignments. 
she, you know, like you said, like she had to like all of a sudden like like this family that she didn't know because it's like we are close to our grandmothers, so, like we can relate mm-hmm. to that part, but like we also knew our grandmother since always. Mm-hmm. Versus like again, I agree. Like if I met some woman when I was 15, I don't know that in like six weeks I would be like besties with her, even if she was the best. Yeah. It's just like a, an intimacy thing. Yeah. And especially if I didn't have a relationship with my father. So like Mia's father was sending her cards and gifts, but never really came to see her, get to know her. Yeah. And so it's that mother, that paternal grandmother, who's like, surprise, I'm in town. Let's have tea. You're going to be princess mm-hmm. and you're going to go through all these lessons and you're going to be rural Genovia. She's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I'm enjoying my dilapidated firehouse. And, <laughs> <laughs> and my mother. That Courtney Murphy would never live in. <laughs> oh my God. I think it's cute. <laughs> The theme of this movie was nobody cares about Mia. Nobody cares about Ah, Mia. Thesis statement. Like call CPS. Literally. (laughs) I do not understand why Child Protective Services is not involved in this case. But anyway. Well, let's definitely get into the movie. Um, I love, obviously I love it. It takes place in San Francisco. To me, my favorite city in this country. But I know. Side note, Ruby almost killed me once because I called San Francisco Frisco. Oh, I, I'm glad you remember things that are important because Ruby doesn't. It's get, not it. It's Ruby not. doesn't get sassy with me, but she did that day. She she texted me and said, "Don't you ever call it that again." <laughs> I was like, I'm, "Okay, come on, lawyer memory." You're like, I have the text message, October third, twenty fourteen. You oh, said you you archive those things, babe. I was like, receipts, no, receipts. <laughs> not Frisco. Oh. We're in San Francisco, folks. You can say SF. San <laughs> oh i can say sf okay yeah sf is fine no frisco mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. san fran is like uh if you must if you <laughs> <laughs> but like let's not <laughs> it's better if we're not um so like we open and we're like getting cast the scene and like if you don't know this already it was based on a book series i think we both had the book series mm-hmm. i was like a devotee to those mm-hmm. books and then my dad lost them during a move so thank you <gasps> colin oh no a move that was from one neighborhood to the neighborhood across the street and the movers lost. I'm sorry. I realized that the listeners cannot see my face, but like I'm hiding, like, I'm hiding half. This of is an audio face. medium, but I'm still laughing anyway. Like I don't care about them. <laughs> because yeah. Ruby has moved. You all know this about her probably, but she has moved and she's seen the world. And so it's funny that this is across the street that she lost like this this man moved art he i mean my dad didn't but the movers movers. yeah but phew he didn't believe me i bring it up all the time too i'll never forget (laughs) we should call it it was about i i relate it i'm such a woman i like relate it to trust because like he won't believe something i said and i was like remember when you didn't believe that i had lost this box of books in 2014 see that's why people shouldn't have kids see the trauma yeah but we should sue them you know the moving company let's call them yeah it's the u.s government i will I it's never, the military never, i'm gonna see the military <laughs> the dod we're, we're done with this shit no. <laughs> i have other people that i need you to sue more than them <laughs> if i'm gonna use like my lawyer friend for something i got some other shit that's like fine <laughs> first but we like get our intro to mia um and like like you said the dilapidated firehouse um i love that she predicted birds with her motorized scooter that was very advanced that's still something that exists but like we had scooters but they weren't like that like there was no engine on them no none i had that blue sparkly one 
I had the one you had to literally like push. Oh no, you had to push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, there was no automated anything on that. She was going up hills and not any hills, SF hills. Yeah. Like very steep hills yeah. that yeah. they're known for. So the, the bird could go up the hill, but not her car later. <laughs> That's right. that plot hole, plot hole. Oof, oof. Um, and then we just like find out that she's very nerdy, that no one pays attention to her. Um, like this movie has all of the best lines. Like I always just forget, like, and I think it's also like a combination of the writing and her delivery, like her, her, like Anne Hathaway and Julie Andrews, like their commitment to the delivery of lines is like, I feel like half of the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, also the screenwriter for this movie also wrote Coyote Ugly. So just a fact for the friends. Look at you. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I love to hit that Google button. I am to use my friend. (laughs) Um, but I just love when she said someone sat on me again. Oh, I know the poor dear. Goodness gracious. She suffered. She suffered a lot. And then, you know, she has her little, she's just like, you know, like you said, really awkward, geeky, like doesn't fit in, has a crush on like the boy that like all the basics have crushes on. She's awful. She's an awful best friend. Oh, the friendship is like, we will be investigating the friendship because like when I was younger, I used to be like, oh, the friend is so funny, you know, because she was like, so caring. Yeah. But when you really listen to the words she says to her, abusive, emotionally abusive. Where's wow. the peer counselor? Where is the guidance counselor? I mean, when she like asked her why she wasn't over the dead, dead dad in two months. In two months, she was like, "It's been two months. You're not over that." I was like, "I wanted." You're to still kick on her. about that? I literally wanted to kick her down that hill that she was walking up. <laughs> Can you imagine your dead so dad? Wrong. Hey, it's been two months. I thought you were over that. As she laments about uh, her father wanting to take her to dinner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also being like ungrateful. Right. Sorry, your dad is alive. I am just over here sad that my dad is dead. Yeah, no, she was a mess. And then the mom is like an artist and they work at like a rock climbing wall part time. Like she has, you know, like you said, they're not really taking good care of her at this point in the film. Mm-hmm. and then like you said they find out like oh your grandmother your grandmother's in town and she's like why and then um she goes like meet her I always love the part where she goes and like they yell at her to stay off the grass in like 50 languages 50 languages because why did she walk on the grass come on now. that's her mom raised her poorly I know. Be. our mothers I know. would never we would never because what never be allowed you're on the grass in this gated community, ma'am. Get your ass <laughs> off that grass. Like you can tell that it's like a fancy government building that you had to enter a passcode for and you're walking on the grass. Right. Like you go to private school, you know a couple things. That's what I was thinking. She went to a private school. You were you saw you saw the skirts. Okay. You see the mm-hmm. debate team. It was very where Gilmore are, girls. Where are you walking on the anyway? <laughs> I'm not gonna be mad, but she meets you her know, grandma. Luckily, grandma came in, she meets mm-hmm. her grandma. Our queen, Julie Andrews, who's already like 65 at this point, but she looked and fresh gorgeous. Easy. I actually want, she would never do this, but I, you know how people do those Vogue, like this is my makeup routine or my skin routine. That's what I want her to do. Oh, uh, that would be fun. Yeah. I want the her to walk us through it. And if she does get Botox, I want to know the exact angles and how much she <laughs> How many CCs? Yeah. What, what are the points? Right, because <laughs> the way she's made If only the viewers could see if you giving yourself Botox with your hands. Oh, sorry, right I'm giving it with my hands. My <laughs> you were like, if it's like this. I'm picking up, for those who can only hear me, my eye bags to see what she would do. I also want to know her diet and her routine. 
If we can have Oprah's, we can have Julie Andrews, right? I mean, I just don't understand. Oprah's is always unhinged, though. That's true. It's just like she doesn't she doesn't listen to alarms or put alarms on because she finds them (laughs) wait alarming. That's what she's. (laughs) (laughs) Were you alarmed or was it an alarm? No, was it an alarm or were you alarmed? Were you alarmed? (laughs) Pinch the air when you say that. Um, So Julie having that conversation. I mean, listen, let's have. Who's having that conversation? Okay. Julie comes down that stairs, Queen Andrews, and she's like, No, the queen will see her now. I'm like, Okay. Oh my God. And I love when um, she's like, You look so young and you look so clean. Listen, the shade is in the in the jeans. It's hereditary, <laughs> right? They went yeah, back she did say at the end she recognized the same spirit that she uh-huh. had. Yeah, because it was like, you look young and you look clean, bitch. What's what's up? (laughs) Yeah, because you look young is not that big of a compliment to a 15-year-old. No. She is young. It's it's sad, though, because you could tell Mia wanted some approval. She pulled her glasses down. She was like, I don't know. Yeah, she's so sweet. Like, she, I mean, you see it throughout the movie. Like, the thing about Anne Hathaway, like, I feel like she's such a good actress. It's like, she's so, like, genuinely expressive. Like, Mm -hmm. she very much feels everything and mm-hmm. pays close attention to how she moves her body and little things like that, where you may not even notice if you're not paying close attention, mm-hmm. just little decisions that kind of inform it. Cause even rewatching it, I just forgot how funny, how many funny moments there were and just yes. like actual, just silly. Like I forgot how many times she fell or hit something or did something. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus, this never ends. It, it doesn't. And I think I watched, um, the director's cut that was only available on the DVD where she would talk about. Um, oh, I used to love the featurettes. Oh my God. The, yes. We should bring those back. I want them to bring yes, those special back features. The actors just sit in a room with the studio and like talk through the scenes. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I'm jumping ahead, Ruby, but the scene okay. where she's talking to Lily and it's obviously rainy on the basketball court. They're walking up and down the bleachers and she falls. That was not planned. She was actually Aww. like, she actually fell and she kept talking through her lines. And I was like, Annie Hathaway, she's such a good actor. Like Annie. what? She kept going. And it on that Oscar. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. She's a hoot and a holler as mm-hmm. it were. And she, she was giving a lot of like Julia Roberts. Like, I feel like they probably they have the same face and they and have the same person. smile mm-hmm. and like the same laugh. Cause like when she laughed, when she fell in that one, it was very Julia Roberts. Oh, I believe that. Mm-hmm. So um, Annie finds out she's a princess and yes. lives with shut up which is very to that phrase I feel like was very us like I learned how to say shut up in Spanish and then also in French (laughs) Um, because I would just say it to people um it's like what I learned in class was just like the literal term which is ferme la bouche which is which is like high key disrespectful because you're literally saying like shut your mouth it's not in a fun like it's not like a shut up it's literally shut your close your mouth Close your legs. Um, and sorry to reveal that I was a bad kid, but I used to say it to my mom sometimes in of French. Course you and then my dad had this international student from the Seychelles come and he was like, and my mom was like, yeah, Ruby likes to say Fermi La Bouche all the time. And he was like, oh, you can't say that to your mom. And I was like, it's okay. We're American. No one's <laughs> <laughs> Not him 
giving you away, child. You gotta go. You gotta get out of here. You gotta find another house, babe. I was a bad kid. No, um, I, I hikey wasn't. I just sassed a lot. Like I just talked back a lot. You were sassy. It's okay. But, but I was a really good kid. I always remind my mom that I was like, I could have been much worse. And she's like, Should you be bragging about that? Any child who says they could have been much worse was a terrible child. <laughs> That's all. Every child who says, like, you should be lucky you have a child like me. I'm not on drugs. Like, I'm like, okay, you were awful. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for giving dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. I couldn't Dang. get over Julie Andrews shade um even with the shut up mm. shut up and she needed someone to translate it for her i love golly gee <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, telling this girl like you can rule and she, mia is like excuse i just met you everybody hold up yeah. i just met you i left choir practice we were singing catch a fallen star put it in your pocket we're having <laughs> That's a good <all>. time <laughs> I was just going to meet you for tea and go home. And then you were going to get on a plane and go home. Yeah. Like you, like when you sit and think about it, because like, if you're not in the movie, you're just like, that girl was like, this is 30 minutes tops of like, mm-hmm. um, of my time. like obligation time. It's like, you when you how go busy somewhere, you were in high school, how, what, how busy you were in high school. Weren't you busy? I mean, yeah, I, w- I mean, I was, let's not lie. I was in the clubs. Yes. In, like the school clubs. Um, and Dance sports, club, but... choir, you had things to do after school, whether it be like- And all the homework. Homework, prep rallies. You had to get up at ass crack of dawn. Like, That's you don't the part I can't believe we used to do. Please, let's not get into it. Um, 5 a.m.? Oh my God, please. You go to school all day to learn? Please, what are we doing? So the fact that Mia had 30 minutes for a grandmother who abandoned her for all of her life and then was told, you're going to be with me every waking moment of your time outside of school. And beyond that, you're going to rule. What? A small country. How was she supposed to react to that? It's a, it was a lot. Like it's a lot for her to And she was very natural. Like she was a very believable 15 year old. Like yes. she was just like, this is not an interest of me mine at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when she said, I don't feel protected. <laughs> I was like, dang. I was like, that's also a really dramatic teenager answer, but like, also she's not lying. Like not lying. it's true. That is an issue for sure. Right. right. Yeah. And like you said, <laughs> like, um, the mom even told Julie Andrews, like the future of your country is in the hands of my 15 year old like mom oh god y'all hear how crazy that sounds nuts i can't stand mom mom was a painter why don't you i mean no shame mom was horny her. because mom started dating the teacher in like five seconds exactly the daughter grew up and then she came out with a boyfriend mom lied about who she was and her her lineage mom yeah. was an artist and no shade to artists out there or creatives <laughs> as you will. that's what they call them now creatives but do you have a 401k for this child who is 15 what is she going to do? Yeah, do you have a plan for the child? You were just going to keep her away from her, pa- her, from her life, from her family. To be fair, she said they were going to tell her on her 16th birthday and then daddy died. So you had this girl riding a scooter up the hills of San Francisco, <laughs> living in a firehouse. She was supposed to have more time working okay. as at a rock climbing place. And I am. Oh, girl, you got me full circle fucked up. I am supposed to be in a limo every single day. Okay. I'm supposed to be born with the silver spoon in my mouth. Okay. I'm supposed to know I'm rich forever, that I'm Amelia Mignonette Thermopolis Rinaldi from the jump. <laughs> I'm supposed to know that so right. that I can then 
sway my hair against Lana Del Fontana or whatever. Or whatever, like, Lana Anna Fontana. I know. They were so iconic too, though. They, like, they, were, they were evil. Were. What I'm weak at, because you were like, I absolutely agree, but I didn't, was like, she was like, so I have one family member who ignored me for 15 years and another who lied for me. And she was like, families don't do that. And I was like, families, that's I don't exactly know where the fuck you're from, but my family sure does. That's exactly what families do, babe. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my aunt and my uncle, who are brother and sister, didn't talk to each other for seven years. Exactly. She was on her way out. Like, yeah, people lie. And, about and people lie family. every day in my family. So. Yeah, they lie about paternity all the time. You don't know who your <laughs> real cousins are until everything happens. You think someone is blood related to you, and then you realize maybe <laughs> when someone's dying that they are not. They like, were just, minute, what? They I were. didn't have to go to that baptism. <laughs> Why? You're buying gifts, wedding, birthday, baby showers, oh, everything man. else. And you're like, this isn't my blood cousin. What? There was somebody who I definitely, oh, like I didn't realize for like 10 years that because my uncle and the mother of his child weren't ma- like, weren't married that she, I wasn't related to her because oh. she was, she's in my house, like, or not my house, but like she was in my grandparents' house all the time. And I like, she's still a part of our lives like every day. And I'm like, damn, you really can't escape the parents of your children. You absolutely cannot. You have to see them forever. As long as they live. Like, and then after that, if you want to, you know, provide blessings to your ancestors, which shout, it's crazy. Also, <laughs> Mandy Moore is in this Mandy. movie. Pre-Walk to Remember Mandy, FYI. Pre. Post-Center Stage music videos. Yes. Mandy, but pre-Walk to Remember Mandy. And this is where she's establishing herself as the icon, right? Because everyone's like, she's no Britney Spears. She's yeah. no Christina Aguilera. And it's like, yes. listen, I'm going to give you missing you like candy, but oh. I'm an actor, okay? I'm a true thespian. Yeah, she started going into triple threat territory, which, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no dancing. So she went into a double threat territory. Wait, um, the choreography on Stupid Cupid was given a little dancey, but you know. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like Dua Lipa dancey, like mm-hmm. just barely meeting the requirements to mm-hmm. get on the ride dancing. A little, or a little pot of I mean, she did a spin. She did a spin and like a point, you know. She, yeah. It was Victoria Beckham and Spice Girls it's level choreography. Yeah. It was cute, right? Yeah, no. She this was like first actress. I think this was also like her first acting role. So this was like uh-huh. first acting Mandy, which you know later she did a lot of acting. She did a lot of the like 2016 movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she also did um and then obviously eventually she did This Is Us. Mhm. And so And she did a really good job. I mean, she was a very good believable villain. I did not like her. Oh no, yeah. She was doing like that voice that pop stars do when they're in concert. Like, I don't know if you've ever been to like when you were a kid or even like recently and you'll see like a pop star girl in concert, like a white one. And they'll like have that voice mm-hmm. where it's like, that's not their speaking voice, but that's their like, Hey guys, I'm saying the script I say to every place, but then I feel it in like Washington DC. How are you feeling? <laughs> like mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. that. It's the so, same that voice that influencers use. Like, hi guys, I have this new unboxing I'm about to do from FabFit. A lot of you have been asking about my skincare routine. Right. And here it is. Right. From Gaslight Girl Boss, I have this new thing <laughs> that I want to unpack. <laughs> no one talks oh like my- that, but that's how they talk. Oh my gosh, look at this packaging. <laughs> right. 
So beautiful. <laughs> Isn't it great? This packaging that is not sustainable and not good for the environment. And I don't care yeah. about it. Literally but- so much plastic and waste. And you're just like, this is disgusting. It's awful. And you ha- you bought something or you were sent something that's the size of my thumb, but cool, whatever. <laughs> But that was Mandy Moore the entire time. Yeah. Mandy was like early Addison Ray. Mm-hmm. Mandy crawled so Addison could walk. And we're saying Mandy's character, not Mandy Moore. Right. She, she was, was she was, she was Lana. Lana was, Lana walked so that Addison Ray could, could run. Amen. But yeah, she had her moments. And then of course, like we said, the Lily was a whole other element of trouble. Yeah, because um, I actually think they were the real villains. Lily and her brother were just a hating ass family. He wasn't too bad till the end. And I don't blame him. Like I, I do. Let's argue. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's us. Let's argue. <laughs> I love how people think that that's like going to turn me away. And it's like, no, no, let's do it. <laughs> let's fight. Let's fight. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Give me your two cents on Lily and Michael. So, um, I know we're in high school, but we're grown. So we're going to talk. So this guy never expressed any interest in Mia Thermopolis. He has so much access to her. You know, he's working on her Mustang. Cool. That's cute. Um, But he asked her out and didn't ask her out. Meaning he tried to reserve the Saturday. But he did ask her out. And she said, is this a date? And he said, yes. He said, no. Yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> He said, no, it's not a date. And he said, but we can work on your, and you know what's, you know how I know it's not a date because the date was, we can put your staying together. I want you to know (laughs) a date is never a man coming to fix (laughs) in my house or my car. It was Mia who suggested, will there be pizza? And at that request, there was pizza. Now, if you had the choice of going to a beach party, fixing a car with a man, who did said this wasn't a date, what would you choose? Whoever was hotter. <laughs> well, in that case, whoever I, I wanted to hook hard. up with more, um, which in this era, I probably would have picked the beach guy. Like that was more my type when I was younger. Okay. But the staying was also my type when I'm all ages. It's hard. Yeah, to that's find. true. They're, they're both like two different types, but so it would be like whoever I wanted to hook up with more at the time. Right. It's but I think he was like, you know, like when you're kids and cause you have to remember the children mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, that somebody likes you because they're, they're doing things that like other kids aren't going to do, especially if you have siblings, you know, like boys don't do that kind of effort. So like, he was always complimenting her. He was always making it known that he liked her. Like he was the one who was like an attractive weirder when she came out with her makeover and the like, and stuff like that. So like, it was a little more forward than I had remembered it prior but yeah you are right that he did say like it's not a he date. said it's not a date. you know men are chickens so mm-hmm. well you better you know you better speak up speak <laughs> to your chest <laughs> say your chest if I you want to date Gore. exactly because i got men over here ready i mean as a grown-up as a grown-up a group, i know they, we have to remember like a teenager like you don't know this about me courtney i used to be shy so <laughs> I used to like all right people who can't see me I'm just falling off of my (laughs) groovy being shy go ahead listen I had to learn to be outgoing because I moved around so much so this is a learned facade like Christian Bale in American Psycho this is not who I am on the inside like my mom's always like why do you do all these group weekends you don't even like anybody 
And I'm like, mom, I like like it for a little bit. And then I hit a limit. Right. I'm an extroverted introvert. So, okay. So as we're talking about uh, Mia does her princess lessons for about six weeks, we Mm -hmm. have agreed that we would be very pro princess lesson. Yes. Have hesitated. Like we said, other people want Harry Potter Hogwarts letters. We want a secret relative that pops out and says like, surprise, you are meant to rule a small country. And that shades her and asks her questions like, does your poor posture affect your hearing? (gasps) Mm. I mean, she had so many little moments where she was just like not having time with her at all. Mm-hmm. but Mia would have her fun too, like making fun of her all the time. I think mm-hmm. the dancing scene sent me mm-hmm. when um, <laughs> they were like, what kind of dancing do you do? And she's like the normal kind. <laughs> yeah. When she does arm flick, arm flick. Sometimes mm-hmm. like, I feel like I do that by accident. Like I start bopping my head and like my shoulders too much. Absolutely. Um, my mom shades me like with salsa dancing. She's like, nobody does that with their shoulders. And, <laughs> <holding me> still. <laughs> and so I always feel like that scene when, <laughs> when I'm trying to dance, right? I'm like, Ugh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about, uh, what were we talking about Julie Andrews, uh, earlier, but like the little sexual tension with her and Joe, Oh my goodness. That was for the moms. It was very PG-13. You've been wearing black too long. Too long. Yeah. And then they do the Django. Oh. I said, okay, move that scarf to the side, girl. She did. did. And Charlotte, her assistant, came in to give her a message. She scooted back. I said, I don't know. Charlotte, mind your business. Charlotte, you deserve a raise for discretion. Okay. The real queen of the movie. Um, that's his daughter. That's the director's daughter, actually. So like oh. he, he always includes his wife, that daughter, and then um those two little blonde girls, like when we find out me as a princess, like the secret gets out and she got school, I think are his granddaughters. So like he always tries to make it a point to include at least the wife and that same daughter in all of the movies he does. Got it. So I can't remember who the wife was in that movie but if you've ever seen valentine's day which is like the big ensemble yeah the wife is like a it's like so specific but i just saw it recently the wife is like the nurse at the hospital where patrick dempsey works and supposedly was when jennifer garner finds out like he ain't shit come on nepotism yes (laughs) and then the daughter that same one who plays charlotte is like one of the employees at the flower shop for ashton Kutcher. Uh, and then of course like we already know more famously Hector Elizondo who plays Joe's on all of the movies too yes so he was like he was in Pretty Woman I think working at the hotel yes mm-hmm. I'm like Pretty Woman's one of my blind spots like I just like my mom was never that into it and like uh-huh. nobody else was so like I just never saw it till like way too late and then I was mm-hmm. like I like Runaway Bride better because I had already seen that one Mm-hmm. And have I, I, I need to add that to my queue. I have not. It's seen. so funny. It's so wrong. Like that family is so mean to Julie Roberts. Like her own oh, family no. is so mean to her. They spend the whole engagement party roasting her. Oh gosh. See, that's but why again, you don't have. That's why you don't have big engagement stuff. Just like get married at the justice of the peace. Call it elope. Elope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to do all that stuff. It's a lot um what are the other highlights we have paolo doing the makeover montage which now we see on tiktok all the time tiktok it's huge and it's always for weddings it's like paolo is exhausted because she's taken this and this and made her 
a princess. A princess. Yes. Yeah. This movie would not fare well nowadays. There'd be so many think pieces about how they're trying to tame her hair and how like only straight hair. Is- yeah, it'd be like a supremacy <laughs> conversation, Loki. Oh my God. There'd be so many pieces on like Teen Vogue and like BuzzFeed. Or like body hair acceptance. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh. The eyebrows, the comments yeah. about the eyebrows, please. The, the eyebrows like really resonated because about two years after that movie came out, I got to start waxing my eyebrows <laughs> because <laughs> I had too much for my mom to try to pluck herself. She I kept, mean, she kept pinching my eyelid by accident. She tweezed them herself. Yeah. She would like, oh my, if you want to talk about some PTSD, she used to be like, Ruby, come here. And I know what was happening. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> and I'd, ha- I'd have, she'd sit like crisscross applesauce and put like a throw pillow from her couch in her lap. And I would have to lay down and she would, tweeze my eyebrows for me um but she would sometimes wear her glasses and sometimes she wouldn't and so (laughs) she would miss a lot of the times (laughs) and then she would pinch my this thin skin on the top of your eyelid no and whenever that happened I was like you're done I know I I can't I really Ruby I don't know what's more abusive like that and Paolo's language to Mia or (laughs) Her, the reaction from her best friend when she opens the limo the next morning oh my god like that was such jealousy and she admits it later she's like it was the green monster which we can appreciate some self-awareness like she so, can't be that smart like trying to help the owls and the otters and like not realize when she's being a little catty brat. I mean you know the vegans in your life are all evil deep down mm-hmm. oh yeah I have <laughs> This is an opinion. I have a former friend who is a vegan and, and that's like where the fight former friend emphasis on former. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we had been drinking as many stories begin Mm -hmm. and, um, and you know, when you know that friendship's about to end anyway, and you just need the day for it to have the brink. Yeah. Like I had been ready for probably like three months into the friendship and Mm -hmm. we spent like four years as friends. Mm-hmm. and we were like doing this girls weekend we were wine tasting blah blah and we were in an she and I had stayed back and we were in an uber to go home and she's like let's stop at Taco Bell I'm like okay and they didn't have whatever she or Taco Bell was closed and so we went to like I think the McDonald's and she was I was like what do you want and she like just turned to me like everything had been going perfectly that whole day and it was just like you know I can't fucking eat anything from here there's it's all animal product and I was like, you can't, and like, I'm done. Like I've had gallons of wine. We had switched to tequila. Like I'm ready for sleep. Right. And, and I was like, what about French fries? And yeah, she, she can have French fries. She, she started saying that there was animal fat in them, which I didn't verify. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and then I was like, okay, well we'll order Thai food or something. And she was like, that's all animal products too. And that's when I knew she was twisted. Cause I was like, there's definitely tofu there. Um, and she just like yelled and yelled and yelled. And I'm like, that's because you're not getting your nutrients. Yeah. I think that's, they're just angry. They're, they're angry. Hungry. They're hungry. So they need mad. And I, I admire their struggle, but at the same time, they're insufferable to other humans. They are wonderful to the environment, to the earth. And like, maybe- I do feel bad for the animals when I'm eating them. I'm not even lying. Like I, I have a hard time cooking chicken. I'm not saying you're lying. I don't share that sentiment. I'm hungry <laughs> and I enjoy protein. And I, I enjoy flavorful food. <laughs> I like meat. I like meat. So <laughs> vegans are just terrible to other people. Like she opened the limo door and said, who destroyed you? 
Why did Mia not punch her in the face right then? Because Mia's sweet. Because like, that's the thing is like, Annie was playing her so sweet. Like she was so endearing. I felt so bad when she cries and Joe gives her the Eleanor Roosevelt quote about not being inferior without your consent. Like she's Annie's talking about so some, like, she made fun of her bag. She was like, you have one of these bags. We could feed her third world country. And I'm thinking, girl, you go to a private school, your tuition. Well, you know that Lily is richer than um mia yeah mia Mia lives in a Lily fire is in like a, a fire station rich jewish family mia lives in a fire station and only gets to go like they made it clear at one point in the movie they were like you go here because your your dad pays for your it your dad pays for it otherwise you know helen would have had her in some co-op homeschooling mia mia would have been a flat earther mia would have been in a commune yeah they would have been but the dad was like, if you want to keep custody of the child, <laughs> you need to at least make a physical home for her that exactly. can be registered to the U.S. government so I could find her if I don't hear from you. <laughs> and she will attend like a real school. Exactly. Exactly. There were requirements. They held Helen accountable for sure. But yeah, the, but that's when um, she said she looked weird. And the brother was like, he's an attractive weirder. Yeah, and then, cool. I mean, Mia does pop off because I love when she goes, just because your hair sucks. Get off of mine. mine. Right. And I mean, to be honest with you, her hair did really suck that day. I don't know what she was going for, but the rubber bands were every which way. Yes, they were. Every color, every which way, you know, either her nanny didn't do it for her and she had to do it herself. Like something happened. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. But then she stuck up for her friend when people were like freaking out about her hair. So you know, she got back to it. Voltaire. I mean, that scene is iconic. Hair. The way she took that hat off and the hair just fell. That's how perfectly. you knew she'd be an Oscar winner. Okay. It was beautiful. I was I like, know. I it was want just a like layers. Yeah. I, I want to go to, every time I see that scene, I'm like, I think I need an appointment with the Dominicans. <laughs> I want to go to, I want to go to a Dominican hair salon right after I see that that scene every time that's what we say when you get your hair done um at the salon and the hair moves we go same way away <laughs> listen you just want to sway you just want to keep like pushing it over your shoulders exactly like, you get like that they're like look yeah it's such a thing it's that's so realistic she Although- had like that final blowouts that were like big in the 90s like it makes me think of like alicia silverstone with the blow yeah it was like a um what was that brush that people used back then with the blow dryer do you know the oh the- um the- it's the- on the tip of my tongue but it was just basically a brush that was circular like a barrel yeah, yeah. A barrel brush and like oh that was so big in the in that era everything all the hair was big yes we need to bring it back immediately no seriously right now right now, <laughs> right now. And then Paolo outs her. We all find out she's a princess. So then that's like when everybody takes over. I feel like the movie also was like a low-key commentary on Princess Diana. Like, because it was- Oh, really? This is just an inference I made last night after 20 years of watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) But just kind of like, you know, how everybody like changes once they find out she's the princess and trying to be like up her ass. And then like when she goes to the beach party and they like pull all those pranks on her. And then she's like captured in the media as being like a loose oh, girl, party girl. Yeah, I could see the media. Like yeah. and, I, and like 
did Whitney have a hand in the writing? Cause maybe Whitney was trying to make commentary about herself, even though the, what was written wasn't a lie. Uh, listen, <laughs> like, alleg- allegedly, allegedly wasn't a lie. Um, crack is whack. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Yo, you know, that scene with San- um, Sandra O oh or principal. Yes. It's also very popular on TikTok now too. Oh, really? It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the queen is coming. And then there's this dramatic music and then someone is like entering in like a bodycon dress from fashion nova like it's very oh no that's what this has been reduced to yes that's the queen is coming and then it's like pretty little things dress like somebody that looks really good i'm telling you it's a thing now so there are two sounds that are very viral from this movie the paulo sound and the salon and then gupta Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the queen is coming so does the person who ends up being the queen are they the ones that do they like film themselves without like makeup on or something oh, of course and okay. rollers um no makeup you know gotcha, um, gotcha. you know uh, shout out to the court order that's my tiktok if i do want to <laughs> <laughs> follow her at the court order we'll follow me babe yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah those two TikToks make are have lasted the generations um I- I still like literally I've opened it like four times and I just don't understand how to like find the things I'd want to see nor how to like pull the audio to make the video. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't understand any of the. Be very careful because it is intuitive once you get a hang of the first one. And after that, you're stuck. It's an amazing application. Well, I've seen yours, so I want to do it. (laughs) I've only just now had learned how to make a reel on Instagram. Oh, the reels, you know, I, you know, if you like reels, it's hard for you like TikToks, it's one or the other. So, Cause I don't like reels. Oh. I, don't, I don't like reels, but What's I'm not going to be bourgeoisie about it. I'm not going to be Hannah Lena Montana about it. <laughs> You're not going to create a divide over it. <laughs> it's not team Giselle versus team Karen. I know. Although more significant those, to us. I know those girls are a trip, right? Um, uh, our faves. I mean, I love them both. But I no, love they're both more. extremely wonderful and terrible at the same time. I didn't get vaccinated for this. Vaccinated? <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, so the queen like realizes she's been too hard on Mia. They do like their cute San Francisco day, which is like one of my favorite scenes because <laughs> they go like, get the corn dogs. I ate corn dogs for dinner today because of watching it last night. I actually want corn dogs. Okay. Can I say this? There are three types of food that I want in this movie. Yes. I want the corn dogs. Always. I want the pizza with the M&Ms on it. But would you eat it with the M&M in it? I guess it'd be like, it'd be like popcorn. I'd pick it off. Um, Okay. The pizza did look good though. Right. Extra cheesy. Um, When you went to visit your sister, didn't she order pizza from the place I told her? Yes. And it was amazing. And I didn't think it would be because California and pizza. You would not. Yeah. I don't think, so I think that's good. the East coast thing, but wow. The pizza was fantastic. So shout out to Ruby. <laughs> sorry to, sorry to like ask you a question just to toot my own horn, but I missed No, it. You guys should tweet Ruby. If you listen to this podcast and don't know her personally, ask what was the name of the place? Because the pizza was good and they should sponsor her. Um, also lastly, the palate cleanser at the first the pair show. the pear palette cleanser that green frozen sorbet yeah. or that was it looks so good i um, assume it must be pear flavored because genovia genovia right but it's i not it's probably like lime or something but yeah oh, sorbet is always good yeah right i wanted it 
so those three things but the corn dog looked delicious even though julie andrews wanted nothing to do with it she was ahead of her time because she wiped down the wrestling hand that was like a that's a pre-pandemic yeah pre-pandemic pioneer do you know what was really giving nini leaks Woo, the ghetto the ghetto <laughs> when she went to visit um mia at her home in the fire station and mom oh my god all that coffee the and she wiped the <laughs> yeah. coffee cup down and also wiped the table down i was like oh my yes. and the way she looked at the cat she was like what is this oh what is, is this a white yes. refrigerator that is Nene Leakes touring every new Atlanta Housewives home. Literally. <laughs> At every point of the series. Yes. And she's eating her corn dog, playing these games. And she's like, you enjoy this humiliation? I'm just, <laughs> I'm not understanding. She, she, she took a lot. I, my also favorite, that's very Real Housewives and very us, is like she gets all cute looking at the photo booth picture. And she goes, oh, but not this one. Not this one. There's it. There's <laughs> it away. Even like when she was walking into the high school when Mia was outed. Also, I love that they kept referring to her being a princess and that being publicized as outed. Never in 2022 would that fly. Um, (laughs) Well, um, there was a funny line when like they find out that it was Paolo where he's like, I didn't mean to out her. And then he was like, haha, although outing, like they made little to San Francisco, like especially because like San Francisco is like one of the most dominant queer towns because it was like when Joseph bought her the heels and he was like, the San Francisco is a funny city. They asked if I'd like them in a box or if I'd like to wear them out. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah. They were giving the little SF drops in there. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. I was gonna say F that's what that's a welcoming, inclusive environment. Okay, Annie. Yes. So I yes. loved it. But like when she was walking into the school, she put the mic in the reporter's pocket. She was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And just put it in his pocket instead of answering the question. <laughs> She's a professional, honey. Mm-hmm, she, she is. Knew. She is. She's like, I've been doing this shit for 40 years. You really think you're going to catch me with this? No, 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 no. No, absolutely not. No, and I love when she crashes the trolley, or Mia crashes her car into the trolley. Yes. And then she saves Grace by knighting the um, policeman and the trolley driver. And then she goes, goodbye, trolley people. Exactly. Hashtag <laughs> That's something privilege. I like to say for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye trolley people hashtag privilege <laughs> exactly yeah like again these white women they got away with it yeah absolutely loved it. i loved it yeah Fantastic. We, did, we did our little like beach party like we said like michael maybe asked her out we'll let the jury decide i'll do a poll did michael yeah do a poll because i do not think he asked her out. i think he told her when she asked is the date yeah I, I hate to admit that you're likely right right but here we are Mm-hmm. And then um, she goes to the beach party, which is like very cute. It's giving like TRL spring break, but like not ratchet. Yeah, this is a very expensive school. And there's a lot of them because they're all over the beach. They have news anchors. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's there's like DJs from like the local radio station. Yeah. Maybe, it's, like, maybe it's multiple schools. Maybe. I mean, maybe it's like I- a city team event. Okay. Like, you know how all those shows when we were a little convinced us that when we were teenagers, like our towns would have things that were like trendy to go to. And then right. and then they just gave you us and I grew up in. No, no. They gave us the gym and said, have fun. Yeah. Mine was the cafeteria for the dances. It was tough out here. Yeah. I have, I have to eat lunch off of that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was not it. a second, but like, but then she back. ended up making out with a guy who wears the same amount of press powder as I do. 
under his eye they had him press powdered up they did yeah they were still blending in 2000 no press powder and i think he had a little bit of lip liner like the brown one yeah um just to plump his lips and i was like oh god yeah those cameras were not forgiving in those times no he was like very popular like the actor was very popular outside because he was like the disney channel guy he was he was in all of those movies he was in like brink and so weird is what i remember that's right, he was. Mm-hmm. That, he I forgot about that. And then we never saw him again. <laughs> no, it was over. I think he probably did one or two more Disney-related events, and then I feel bad because we never saw him again. He was one of those. He's like the people we used to hear about in the 80s mm-hmm. that we were like, oh, no one knows who that is. And so then we're like, right. yeah, Eric Von Detten. And people are like, what? I'm like, <laughs> no, really. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> right. Three no named one. men. There's so many. Right, exactly. Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, I mean, he's still kind of famous, but ish, but, ish. But like, no child today, like, would be like Freddie Prince Jr. No, like, but if you laugh. put him on a TV screen, they would know who he is, right? No, I would hope so. And he has aged well. I don't know. You know, I teach um, at a college, and I put certain people. I put Bring It On, a reference from Bring It On. Up there, oh my, I saw like, your story. They didn't know they who, didn't what know. it was. They literally half the class. Oh. Like, oh yeah, I watched it with my aunt. I was no, like, <laughs> no. I was. I felt so disrespected. The children oh. don't know art or U.S. history anymore. I know. I have a coworker who's like nine years younger than me, and I'll just say some stuff, and she's like, "Oh yeah, like I've heard of that, but I've definitely never watched it." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, fine. That's I, cool." The children. Whitney I was like, Houston lied. The children are not the future. <laughs> Whitney Houston said a lot of lies in her life quite honestly (laughs) so as much as I love her like we were I did the wedding planner um a few months ago yeah and like the way that like Whitney was just always the reference like there's no one today that's I mean unfortunately the Kardashians maybe but like no one proper who's a reference anymore if that makes sense no the girls are having fun the girls are all media trained so we'll never get the art of an essence of someone getting on the radio or on television with no drunk or coked up we won't get that anymore and i'm not saying that was whitney um (laughs) all of this is alleged 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 but i'm just attorney gore jumped out listen i don't have time babe but i'm just you know we're we're just here trying to help out jen shaw we don't have time to fight other legal battles we're on the case (laughs) we're on the shaw squad we got we have bigger fish to fry right but yeah she um we had whitney and then we have like the makeup you know like she gets like we said the headlines become that she's a party girl. Everyone's disappointed in her. They're like, you're not ready. Like little me never paid attention to any of this. I was just mm-hmm. like hijinks, hijinks, hijinks. Like I missed all the serious parts of this movie. I had like not remembered the timeline thing when I was little. I did not realize that they were like, you can't be a princess. Three yeah. quarters of the way. I was like, dang, they were ready to take it back from her all over a little misunderstanding. Yeah, she was like, I'm glad you're reconsidering the position. I would have been like, listen, you old. I'm sorry, Lady. I know I can cuss on here, but I would have yeah. said, see you next Tuesday. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> you abandoned me, your scrub ass son who died and didn't do anything but send me a car. And you hear in that merry go round. I hope you and your country burn, bitch. <laughs> Live off the pears. Right. I hope you live long enough to maybe make another air with your dusty ass. <laughs> See, this is why I couldn't be princess. I, I do wonder. I don't accept criticism very well. 
Shout out to the Capricorns listening. Like, because you're not going to tell me. Not my after Capricorn man. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You're not going <laughs> to tell me after I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> that it's not good enough. That it's not good enough. I went to a little party. I didn't even drink, okay? I mm-hmm. went to a shed with a guy who wears pressed powder and he kissed me. And I didn't even like it. See, and that's what would be different about. And she was trying now to change her clothes and exposed her. Yeah, now versus then, I, uh, me at Thermopolis would have been on Instagram live. Hi, everybody! Just waiting for more people to sign on. Hi, this is my I side of the that. story. Yeah, she would have been telling her side of the story. Yeah, she would have been on Wendy Williams. No, she wouldn't have. She would have okay, been on you. She would have been on Oprah, telling her story. Yeah, that's true. Good she morning, America. Like, yeah, I'm like, maybe she wouldn't even bag that. I'd be like, she'd probably be with Gail. <laughs> like, yeah, we can give her Gail. Because Gail will accept any interview. Listen, Gail, Gail will interview some shysty people. <laughs> I love me some Gail. I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I was about to say, like, I'm not trying to cause harm to Gail, who I saw on a country music awards show recently. What? What was she doing on a country? <laughs> what? Courtney, she was appealing to the, to the right, I think. Oh, my God. Um, she was like she was at this like because I like country music in general so like and I love award shows because I like to watch performances so like I recorded one because I had just been like oh you know it's coming on I record it watch it and I watch it like weeks later mm-hmm. and I can't remember which one it is because country music people also they have like seven award shows a year for like the same it's like country music award academy of country music award country music entertainment awards like it's all means the same thing so oh. whichever one I whichever one I land on I'll record once and be like I'm good until next year but any i digress gail is in the audience as one of very few people of color and (laughs) she like gets up and she's like i love country music and she's like a lot of people don't know i'm a fan but i'm a big fan of and she's like talking about whoever she's introducing i was gonna say you should they should find the clip because when i tell you i like i actually like country music Um, i do you know my dad's from charleston west virginia so he, we listened to, country I, I saw those family reunion clips. I was like, yes. Oh, I, I know. know a little known fact, you know, uh, listen, lone egg, ice cold beer, never broke my heart. I like country music. Cause it, it's like, really, it makes you feel something. It tells yes. a story, but it, you know, it's just interesting that Gail was there. I'm still stuck on that. <laughs> That's going to marinate in your brain for like three more days. I'm going to ask you to send me that clip. But Mia Thermopolis would have been an influencer. Yeah. Would have been on Instagram live with Gail. Well, she would have gotten a million followers because that's the thing is she would have been nobody. It would have been like at Mia is a loser. Like she would have called herself a loser. Yeah. And had like the the logo of Instagram for her picture and had like three posts of her cat. Do you think she would have embraced being the the naughty girl? No. No, I think it would have been the same story. Like I think it would. Like, it was what happened where, like, she got so excited because the boy, at, like, the popular boy asked her out. Like, she would have been like, oh, people accept me now. Okay, I have, a, I have a question. Which wouldn't be bad. Would you, do you blame her for going, I know we said, you know, it depends on who's cute. Do you blame her for choosing the beach day with the cute guy over going on her friend's local cable show viewed by oh. <laughs> I forgot, Lily, that part. I forgot she was supposed to be on shut up and listen shut up and, <laughs> shut up like, and is that listen. the name of this podcast 
Am I Lily? <laughs> You're not Lily. I'm like, Courtney, come on my podcast. I don't have any card tricks. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. She was going to talk about like seals or walruses or something and the oh. environment. And Jeremiah was there to do card tricks. I have to send you pictures of Jeremiah in real time because he got really hot. Did he? Yeah. He's on Chicago PD. Oh, yeah. Come on. He's, like, he's big now okay i want to watch it also the children will never ever understand skimming through cable channels at like 12 midnight and then seeing the weather channel or seeing the local the crazy (laughs) like the worst shows like if you had no options if it even when we had like 80 channels like if it was the wrong time of night you just could not find it was whatever whatever crazy kook had like what $150 they let just have airtime at 2 a.m. Oh yeah like commercials for like things that were kind of ovens but not quite all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. So many infomercials. The that is where girl. Lily found her shut up and listen. She was messed. Okay no I would have definitely chosen the beach party but the thing is I wouldn't have lied and said I would go to the show in the first place. Like I would yeah, have bailed. Making a lot of promises. Yeah, like Mia is because she has all these issues, like she just can't say no. Like I hate, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say like, I'll get back to you. And it's like, if you know it's no, like it's not going to hurt my feelings. Tell me now. Don't tell me the day before. Because as you have mentioned, we are both booked and busy people. Like I mean, we have one, it might be a relief to me that I have a break for once in my life, or there might be something I actually want to do more that you're preventing me from doing because I can't say yes, because you're pretending you're waffling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't relate. Can't relate. Can't relate. And like, you can always take it back too. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Take it back, but do it when I have enough time to like reschedule something else. Please don't play with time my is time. Precious. Right. Time is precious. Right. It's expensive. But yeah, she gets all the backlash and then um, she decides she's sick of this shit. And my favorite is like, she's sitting with Jeremiah and Lana's making fun of her and she pours her ice cream cone on Lana because she says Lana's going to be a jerk forever. And everyone chants, Lana got coned, Lana got coned, Lana got coned, which I also like to yell out of context a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I feel like cheering something. Mia, you're such a freak. (laughs) (laughs) i know it's just i know and i miss the insults of like the early aughts like you're a jerk you're a freak imagine being called a freak now it'd be like girl and i know this but (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's what i say when i don't want to curse you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i say something like that i'm like you're just you're just such a freak (laughs) like (laughs) it's like the only thing you say without saying like every expletive in the book right Right. That's how I feel when I'm talking to my family. Mm-hmm. I mean, not always. I love you guys, but here we are. We love our families. But yeah, we do. I have to say that every episode of everything because also I'm always saying shady things. Shout out. I know I'm a little late, but shout out to the soundtrack of this movie. Oh, yeah. Because the soundtrack, got, I owned that album. You did? Oh, yeah. That was I did for Princess loop. Diaries too, but I remember three singles that stick, stick out of my head. I remember yeah. I'm Supergirl and Supergirl was that song. Girl. It was an it girl song. And then it was um Crush by Three G's. Yes. Yeah. I was like, the thing is, is like I forgot about the songs until I was watching it and I was singing them. It 
how did that one go? I'm going to see. It was like, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I have the lyrics right here. Wait, are, you're not going to get copyright issues, are you? No, I think yeah. we're not going to sing in tune enough for it to be an infringement. <sighs> or are you going to play it? No, I'm going to play it so that I can remember. You can play it. I'm sure you can play like five seconds of it. Okay, play five seconds. Okay, like, I was like, you got up to something? Ah! Okay, here we go. Yeah, that's fun. That part. Yeah. That's okay. what I was trying to sing, but I was veering into there's like another 90s song called Cry. It's just yeah. a little crush. Yeah, that's what I thought I was going to accidentally sing instead. That song was sexy. That song I still was have that on my library. That was a TVMA song, okay? <laughs> They were basically telling you, I'm not trying to be with you, baby, but it is a it just it's a one-time only kind of situation. Listen, it gives me a little feeling in my lady parts. Um <laughs> so, and then of course the backstreet boys, what makes you different? Yes, makes you, you beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, oh that's when I started singing along again. Such good music when she's getting made fun of, and it's like <laughs> I relate because I get bullied. I'm different. I know. I always like, I feel like I never got actually bullied in school like no one no one was ever mean to me that I can recall but like I just always felt awkward because I was always new oh so. yeah yeah because you're the new girl always so yeah. yeah I was bullied definitely I was short I was oh, short shit. so yeah it was definitely given like Courtney you were I like was- in my first half of life I was short oh I was always short like they my name is Courtney they would call me shortney knee-high oh. private eye like it was Aww. it was always I was always bullied and then like you know high school guys are like whoa wait a minute she's cute um and then hey, they Courtney. changed their tune right and I'm like Good I don't have you. Stockholm syndrome sir I don't need I, I have a memory I know what you used to say right we've been in the same school since like kindergarten no that That's stuff it. stays with people forever because like um, you and I were talking earlier it was like I was just in my childhood friend's wedding and again I like grew up in a town like just middle school and high school but this was like a town where people had been since they were born mm-hmm. and like and also I'm somebody that like I just move on from things like my brain just turns off like if if I don't like somebody like I'm over it but it's not mm-hmm. like just I just forget they exist uh-huh. and so like if I had a problem with somebody <laughs> they're I'd dead be- to you no literally like that girl I just talked about like people would be like what happened to that girl and I'm like she died and people are like she did and I was like I mean from my universe she's dead but like I'm sure she's out there somewhere oh I love like, that no yeah and it's like very and I've forgotten about people because now you make friends like later in life that are briefer mm. and my mom would be like oh where's your little friend so I'm like who I literally had to spend five minutes figuring out who she was talking to me about recently. Yeah, there are plenty of people but, who are like, how such and such? And I'm like, I have no idea. Actually, they're dead to me. But I literally forget. And then um, my childhood friend, like, she always talks about one girl that we went to, like, all the schools with who, like, wasn't very nice to her. And it's funny because, like, I was kind of friendly with that girl at one point, but also was like, I could take her or leave her. And that girl, like, commented on the photo, you know, post about my friend's wedding and was like congrats to you and I'm sure my friend was like fuck that girl <laughs> like 
because kids don't realize what, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure that girl didn't realize she wasn't nice to my friend one time. Uh Do you know what I mean? Uh But it stays with people because people. Oh, it absolutely does. And people like to act like they don't remember. Like there are so many people who have been in my DMS asking for free legal advice or saying (gasps) you're so cute or you're so cool. And I'm like, Hmm. I remember when I was a buck tooth, short little bitch to you, but it's Aww. cool. No, no, it's okay. I have really great. I know friends. what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. We have yeah. good self-esteem, but I, yeah, I always knew yeah. I was the shit. I just, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it, just, on, it just took a while for some people to catch up. And so, Correct. Yes. so yeah, it's okay. But it's just funny how that works out. So with Mia, she had lots of bullies, although her bullies weren't even like really cruel. All they said were like, Oh, how's it feel, Princess Pucker Up? And it's like, girl, you kiss too. Everyone relax. Yeah. And like when they made fun of her for the puking at the beginning. Oh, well, she did do a lot. It's like all you had to do was like give a little speech. Again, we couldn't relate to that part. Like we would have done fine. Although I did go through a phase where like I had anxiety with anticipation. So like it wasn't necessarily public speaking, but waiting Uh... and like thinking about my lines. And so like I remember in grad school, I was so anxious and I had to go very last and I, why did they make you go last? I don't know. I didn't have a choice, but I had some dress that was like linen or something where you can see sweat through. Mm -hmm. And I had literally sweated Courtney, like down to my hips. (laughs) Like it was just like drenched. And I was like the, the health insurance system in Sweden, or like something random. It was like something like international, like health economies or something. I was just like, no lord no oh no but it's okay so as expected mia like makes it to the last minute to the ball where like they were going to announce that she wasn't going to accept and she was going to run there was again i missed the fact that she was going to run away i never picked up on that the first hundreds of times i saw it in the past 20 years till last night Mm -hmm. i didn't realize she was going to run away didn't have that concept at all she didn't either. She didn't know where she was going. She was just trying. I surely was like, where is she going to go? Mm-hmm. She has exactly zero dollars in her bank account. If that. And if a mom didn't Mustang and a cat. Yeah. Also your argument about the mosque of its family being useless might be right because the car didn't even work that he fixed for her. Exactly. All that. And it, the car didn't work. Yeah. She is stressed because she's trying to please her grandma and her friend. Her dad died two months ago and they're giving her grief about that and her hair and her new bag and her come up and her new status as a princess. And then this man is mad because she's enjoying her success. This is a hating ass family. And I'm glad that he was not in the sequel. Yeah, because he rejected her when she first invited him to the dinner or to the ball. And he said, I've been royally flushed. <laughs> and Wait. then bowed. Come on, finger. Get out. He yeah. thought you, you he thought he ate. Ah! <laughs> he thought he ate. I would have been like, oh my God, the drama with you men these days. Do you want to come or no? Okay, great. Well, I'll invite my other man. He he is a straight man. All of that is true. All of that is true. But she makes it just in time. She sent him, like we said, the apology pizza with the MMs because he likes pizza. You know, when I looked back on it, the fact that he had those stale MMs on his keyboard was concerning. Disgusting not hygienic as yeah. a public health and <laughs> mental health professional ruby isn't that disgusting 
Um, I'm not a mental health professional, <laughs> um, but yes, as a health professional, that's disgusting. It's not, it's not proper. It, as a lay person, it's disgusting. It's it's um it's not okay. And in a car repair shop, there's fumes. There are bugs, dirt, oil, grime. His hands that we know right. he doesn't wash. Yeah, he doesn't. Look at his hair. I know he doesn't wash good. He so sure you got M&M's yeah. just sitting on top of that piano. It's sometimes I feel like that's the rich kid rebellion. He's kind of like, did you watch the OC? It's giving Seth Cohen. I did. And yes, absolutely. When you watch back, Seth Cohen wasn't shit either. No, he wasn't. All those kids. It makes me terrible. so upset. Yeah. I, know. I mean, Ryan tried, but Seth was, Seth was no bueno. No. Even though everyone was rooting for him. I mean, in the past I was, but mm-hmm. I was also 14. <laughs> Like, come on, prefrontal cortex that. not fully developed. Because we can talk about all the villains we rooted for back then too. So, please. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. another episode that that's we'll do. We'll, we'll do that episode, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it mm-hmm. just can't be right this second. Our problematic phase. But, but yeah, she she makes it in time. You know, she leads the embassy in her like sweatpants and her wet hair, and they put a little robe and a scepter on top and said, "You are princess." Mm-hmm. Which was good and then um we get our finale and she's in that perfect dress like that dress i would wear today yes I it wear, was but i would wear that it was fantastic spectacle and she was like pure joy like dancing around in it um and then as we saw the the hating ass man showed up just hating ass boy because they're teenagers mm-hmm. the hating ass boy did appear with a really bad hairdo i'm um, terrible I don't know what that he was like her butler, but there he was. And, um, but it is very cute when she was like, you saw me when I was invisible. This is just an advice. Okay. And I know this is not, this <gasps> Look, is not I'm just saying as I'm like sorry. a child, it was cute. You know, I have to like, say this lady. It's a good line. I'm not applying it to real life. Yeah. I have to say Y'all come on my show. Everybody ruins every time I say this is a cute line. People are like, no, no, because so no. go ahead, ruin no. it. I gotta say it. And this is something that I observed as in a divorce attorney or family law attorney. Um, I do other types of law, but primarily that's where I work in right now. This is not legal advice. This is just advice that I've observed. <laughs> Ladies, when you have a big moment, it's okay to take pictures with the man that you're in love with, but also ask in that same setting to have your own solo pictures. So I hope Mia took pictures with in her tiara and that beautiful dress with him, but also said, okay, now just me. Because you do not want him cemented into those pinnacle moments and that's all you have. And I'm going to step off my soapbox. I hope <laughs> that she has plenty of pictures to frame that she doesn't have to cut or Photoshop or just yes, explain this to is her true. This is true. Get those Photoshops by yourself. You pass the bar, take a picture by yourself and your boyfriend. You put, graduate- yeah, that's why I find it interesting when people put like significant others that aren't like long term, you know, that oh, haven't even, been like more even than the long-term five years. Ones, even the long term ones, take one by yourself. You graduate, your dog <laughs> graduates, you buy a house, you buy a new toothbrush, you make it right. I like this advice. This is important. Right. I'm sure she had to like for like official coronation court. stuff. Do like, it. Do she it. has done solo shots for the royal archives. Solo shots are necessary. And I hope that Mia has plenty of solo shots because that man didn't even make it to the sequel. And that wasn't that long away. <laughs> yeah, it was like five years. Yeah. 
And then, so now she has to explain to her grandchildren, oh, no, that's not your grandfather. That's just <laughs> that's some just guy. Some man. <laughs> that's just some man who worked at an auto shop who I put M&Ms on a pizza for when he was mad that I didn't come to our non-date date. What? <laughs> All right, you can tell him. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, yeah. And then this is when we get, like, to me, the peak musical moment, which is the miracle ha- miracles happen moment. Miracles happen once in a while when you believe. You know what? The early 2000s was all about believing. Whitney and Mariah Carey, Prince of Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> like we had to believe. Sentence. We were coming. Was the recession started or over by then? I no, remember. it had not started. It was coming. But George W. Bush was in office. So, like, we needed yeah. to believe in something. 9-11 happened 2000. Oh, I mean, this came out before 9-11, but still. Oh, yeah. I think no. people just knew that the good times were coming to an end. So we needed to believe in something. Right. High salaries were coming to an end. Yeah. People Glory were having off. Yeah. Security was coming to an end. So we had to make music that we believed in. Hence, now we got Beyonce's, you know, you can't break my soul. Beyonce's trying to tell us to quit our jobs. I was like, in in whose world, Beyonce? Girl, I, I, listen, are you going to pay my bills? <laughs> break my lease? Yeah, like you will break my lease. <laughs> <laughs> she sure won't. Um, but that song is so good though. Like I literally just start I, I start swooping my head like Kyle Richards with the ponytail whenever it comes I, on. I do yeah, Carol is committed to that. I do that uh, 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 whenever this song comes on. And I remember like I promise you I'm not a Beyonce hater, but you know, I'm always like, because it just not you, but like commenters when they get excited about Beyonce because I've been there with you since the start you have oh, been but when commenters get excited about Beyonce just because it's trendy to like Beyonce mm-hmm. I'm like but is it good and so like the first time I heard the song I was like yeah okay and the second time I was like you won't break that so, like, I literally was like okay she did that it was good right yeah oh, it was so good it's good and I was like honestly I was trying to doubt her but it just felt weird at first to think of like her doing disco and like the other girls are all trying to disco right now you know what i mean it's like a disco house it's because we're going into a recession we need well yeah people are like if we're gonna be poor we're at least gonna look hot dancing right exactly and we're gonna pretend like we have enough money to afford this drink on the rooftop while we listen to this music that's how it goes honestly when i think about this this whole (laughs) movie it's actually pretty funny because i'm actually mr robitussin the name like I, when I took that in, when I was watching last night, I was like Robitussin. They called him Mr. Cough Medicine. That's like is it that he was on Robitussin. The man who she said, have a good day. And he said, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I love me. when he was just writing the scripts. <laughs> yes. That is me. They wrote that. I inspired that character. I had a robe. I was taking my trash out at 8am an ungodly <laughs> weird hour. And I'm just like, whatever i don't know what today is going to be do i pour coffee or wine i don't know but <laughs> we're all gonna we were all mr robitussin early 2020 yeah because what we, yeah, had we, no were. Purpose. we had no purpose we were just sat at the house imagining things at least we're alive but whew. i know i know the times that we've lived through like i can't <laughs> wait for us to be the historians to young kids they won't and like they'll be like seriously and then like hit a bunch of buttons and make us like zap out of the screen we're absolutely done they will send us somewhere that we won't even have control over 
Right. But yeah, it was a very, it's like, like you said, it's a very positive movie. I feel like with everything that's going on in the world, like everyone just keeps reverting back to like the, I feel like in the past 10 years, I can only watch low stakes films. Like I can't watch things that are like too realistic or stress me out. No, I don't want to see. Life is enough. Yeah. I don't want to see masks or mass shootings or any mention. Oh my God. When people do that, it's crazy. Yeah. And some of these new shows, they have full masks on and they're talking about COVID and shootings. And I'm like, I actually. Shootings. Yeah. I don't like. No, I escapism. That's something. What are your hobbies, Courtney? Escapism. Uh, avoiding reality avoiding reality pretending that this isn't my life it's my favorite thing that's why I daydream it's so fun right so absolutely I'm like people just be like you're like my friend's husband was like I've never met anybody who just like will sing and dance on command like not on command but like without anybody prompting them Mm -hmm. I was like how else am I supposed to deal with all of this exactly all of this that you see in front of me exactly it's too much. Um, and also last point from the movie too, um, which is just an extension of the Joe and Clarice moment was like at the end during miracles happen when they do the little almost hand grab mm-hmm. and they walk out of the party early together. Oh, I was like, come on Bridgerton. Like, I and I didn't even realize at the time I forgot that she does the lady whistle down voice. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that's that little chaste Regency handholding situation. Mm-hmm. And it's also I think equal to me being comfortable being a princess, my dog Hershey would also adapt very well to royalty. Like when they had the cat with the crown <laughs> in the private jet, I was like, that'd be that would be that would be Hershey. Hershey would be right. Where's my pillow? Great. You'd be like, where's my tiara? Do like, you have sparkling water? Like, um, she, <laughs> oh, you know what? She only likes cold water. FYI. Oh. We give her like tepid water and she's like, like two sips. <laughs> But if it's cold, she slurps it up. She she needs some ice cold water. Um, but she's kind her. of tomboy, so she wouldn't wear the tiara. But she would wear like a diamond encrusted collar. Right. And she wouldn't mind just some sparkling water. And maybe do you? What do you have back there in the fridge? Do you have turkey or is it beef? Which one? Turkey. <laughs> uh, she'd be like, not today. She'd not be today. like, she'd be fish? like, you can't Any make fish? me some eggs. eggs oh yeah. Nice. My dad used to make her the same fruit medley he served us, the humans. Like multiple berries. Her, she's living her for best the dog. Life. Just like me at Thermopolis's cat. And yeah. I don't like cats or cat people, but um I will tell you, like, the one thing that will make me walk away from a guy so quickly. Like if I'm like, oh, that guy's kind of cute. I find out he has a cat. Mm, bye. Oh, get out of here. On purpose. They're wired so differently. You enjoy abuse. You're a masochist. Well, also, and I'm allergic, but even oh, so, like you have like that's like, a, that's like thank goodness i'm allergic so that i can just not <laughs> seem discriminatory you know what i mean no my eyes pop up like hitch um if i don't take some benadryl first oh, and i go to somebody's house oh my god i learned the hard way yeah. well, i'm gonna start telling them i'm allergic too yeah just do it i one time told my girl scout leader i was allergic to strawberries just so i wouldn't have to eat them no i told her i was diabetic and then i went and ate a cookie <laughs> i think i told somebody else I was like, <laughs> again i could have been worse right Ruby, you need your ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> I know. My mom tried to spank me once when I was little and she said she started crying before she even did it. So she couldn't ever do it. <laughs> Look at your impact, queen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, was I just love it. You. <laughs> I love like, it. I can't spank that cute little behind. I know it. And, and my gonna... dad was like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but I was pissed. Okay. My dad is pissed about almost every element of how I've grown up. 
because uh, it's jealousy. The girls. Oh, absolutely, fire. all the time. What's this hot fire you were talking about? What's that? The what? Hot fire, hot seat. Oh, we're gonna do a quick fire now. Okay. okay. What's that? So we have two sets of quick fires. Quick fire means like I'm asking a question and you answer it quickly if you'd like, but like it actually doesn't have to be quick. It can be like a slow burn if you need. Oh. To. It's just, I'm asking you questions and you're answering them, but they're like quick little moments. So since this is the Y2K themed episode, what is one of your favorite early aughts movies? Early what? Early aughts, like uh, 2000s. Like what's one of your favorite, like in that era? I think I would have to say, bring it on. Is that one of the early 2000s? Yeah, I feel yeah. like, yeah, it came out in 2000. So that's I would definitely say bring it it's on. very on brand for you. Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I loved, I thought I was going to be a cheerleader. Um, I was a dancer at the time. Um, I did ballet, jazz, dance was my life. I did Same. all. Like, I think that's why we're friends. Yeah, right. I went to a school for the Same arts team. in high school. Um, and I also did, I was in point, everything else. I was obsessed with dance. I thought I was gonna be a dancer, but I was too short and too pudgy. So um cheerleading also looked fun. It was a really cool teen movie. And you just the kids in that movie had so much liberal uh autonomy. You didn't see really they were adults. They were, they were more adults. adults than clueless. There, yeah, there was no curfew. They were out here traveling. They were driving. They were having sex. Um, oh, they sure were. Yeah, they were spending the night at each other's houses. They were also very attractive, uh, which um, was strange to me. So I love bringing it on. I was like, I cannot wait to get to that age. And I realized that age was actually 33. <laughs> Not- <laughs> Gabrielle Union was actually already 40. Yeah. <laughs> released. Yeah, it wasn't. Gabrielle 40. Union's actually 88 now. We just right. Exactly. She's a senior. She uses really good lotion. Yeah, exactly. We're all sitting here like, oh yeah, Kirsten Dunn, she was 14. And it's like, no, no. Well, <laughs> she was young. I think she was the only young one. And she everyone was, like, else was the right age, but everybody else was older. Like, no, I think Gabrielle right. Union was definitely oldest by a lot. Yeah. Um, and then what was like one of your favorite Y2K trends? It could be anything. Butterfly clips butterfly clips and we also saw them in princess diaries while lily hair lily's hair sucked um she had the clip she, she had a lot of butterfly clips i love butterfly clips they were so oh, i had so many right so many all the they time were so and they were it was there was a lot of glitter glowing on so like the butterfly clips gave you that sense of expression okay so you have to rank these three queens like from number one to number three um and if you feel like i need to edit the list you can also tell me Okay. Um, Hillary, Amanda, Lindsay, Hillary Duff, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, this is hard. Hillary Duff, Amanda Bynes, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, Ruby, fuck you. This is hard. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what my scale is, so I'm just going to go by chaos and impact, not okay. by like goody, goody, because if it's goody, goody uh, and like obviously making a really good like being a good role model hillary would be on top but if we're talking impact we're gonna go with number one which is amanda Bynes. amanda okay right yes okay amanda show come on she was on she bring in the dancing lobsters bring the dancing lobsters she was in all that and she made such a wave that they gave her so okay so two would be Lindsay lohan because she had the girls in a tizzy like everyone was obsessed with her from the parent trap yeah. Let's be honest. We thought she was a twin. 
the girls for I did. did. I thought she was a twin. Like we were we all thought she was two girls. Two girls. And this is free high advanced technology. <laughs> she was now, now we see the line in the screen. We see it. There's clear like lighting contrast. <laughs> but like we were sitting there like and she we were believers. So many scenes by herself acting. They had her stress the fuck out, hence her now. Lindsay's impact from Parent Trap to now. I mean, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yes, I mean, come on now. She was in Freaky Friday. She was, what was that movie with the car? I only, wait. My Herbie. Herbie. And she she had that song, I Want to Come First, which. Okay. She's given a little. She knew. Okay. She had the man. I have to send you. Because I bet you haven't, not in like a shade, I bet you haven't heard she has, she had this single that came out right before the pandemic started called Back to Me. I have to send it to you because I want it. the message is I'm coming back to me. Right. I need it because Lindsay's amazing. Hillary Duff was great. She is a role model. She is the moment, but she was a little bit more demure and she was one yes. of the Disney kids who made it without any type of like awful thing happening to her. So I like Lindsay. I mean, I like Hillary. And she was also in, um, what is it? Cheaper by the Dozen, the original. Yeah, she was. Um, so she did a good job of maintaining. And Lizzie McGuire is, come on now. It's forever. Come on now. I mean, the theme song itself is amazing. The theme song or the movie song? Are you saying Both. the dreams are made of or are you doing the like? Dreams um, are made of, but also let's be honest. The theme, the theme song, song is really TV good. Show. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to like I don't know why I'm getting stage fright and I can't remember these songs anymore, but I do I do remember the impact. I remember the big red ball that they would bounce on and pass around. And they, they Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly. Um, which is made me one girl realize I was never ever gonna do ROTC because I was like, oh, that's what those girls do. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Not from well, we would be her at the beginning of the movie where she's like, what? <laughs> Yeah, we would be in our little art school vibe, like not doing all that and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to be cute, girl. I just curl my hair. All right, Brittany or Christina? Ooh, shit. Now Brittany, then Christina. I was like, you have to think of then because now everyone. Oh, feels like they have to say Brittany because free Brittany. Then Christina. For me, the genie in the bottle slash her debut listen and then she had reflections too but listen and then everyone was like oh my god she has that latino vibe I was, <laughs> i'm into it yeah. like i needed it so christina yeah christina's wild i mm-hmm. love her fighters <laughs> everybody stand up what was like the song that would come out at the school dance that you'd get in trouble for dancing to anything sean paul related so like back then it was like give me the light it yes. was um, i'm still in love with you because those songs require some form of moving the gyration body. you always had yeah. to yeah, yeah 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 it was very island girl vibes ruby knows all about island girl vibes but like, <laughs> like like it's different than like doing like you know dances your pop no yeah body. you're moving certain parts of your body <laughs> in certain ways that's not for the children yes. and sean paul had so many songs out at the time it was like give it up to me it was so many yes songs. they were all so good though they i don't blame good. you so and then they were played with the dance and it's like i can't just be like demure here i, I feel it this is- yeah people need to know i'm a good dance also like we said we were both dance backgrounds so we had to be like no we don't dance like you dance we're Listen, better dancers this, this is my moment so- i like 
in my hip hop jazz class, learned the choreography to Baby Boy by Beyonce and Sean Paul. And the points that I won with everybody. Okay. They were like, they're like, oh, Ruby's cool. And I was like, thank you. I know. (laughs) I was like, I'll show you. (laughs) Come on. Ruby was like, it up. (laughs) Yes. I could have been worse. (laughs) (laughs) But like that song, I like, again, I still get lit, but that album is just like, again, I was always an early Beyonce supporter. I just got angry when the commoners got involved. Right. Um, what was like your most memorable cell phone ringtone? Oh God. I actually, um, I- I'm going to give my sister Tamara going to out her. <laughs> yes. Out Tamara. <laughs> Tamara. I didn't use cell phone tones as much. Tamara okay. did. Tamara took it a step further and she added text tones. So oh, no. she was really into, um, <laughs> text tone so if you send a text and then you send another text the song would start over so I remember our walls we had walls of the Beth bedroom shared and she it would be like um what song does she like by Life Jennings it was something like don't ever leave me girl I need you inside my world but it would say, don't ever leave me. Don't ever, don't ever leave me, girl. Don't ever, <laughs> While someone is doing ever. T9, texting each individual world word. Listen, and people would also like be texting her at 11 p.m. We're asleep. <laughs> uh, minutes were free after seven uh, or nine, depending yeah. on your plan. So people would be calling her. It was a mess. So I'm not I didn't surprised have at all. One, but Tamara had that and she also loved Shake It Off. What's that? I said, I'm, I don't, I'm not surprised at all because yeah, she's so it, like social, you know what I mean? Like she's always organizing stuff and getting oh, the people together. Please. It was a mess. And I'm sitting there like, okay, I'm going to just, I, we didn't have like headphones back, back then. It was like, you have a stereo system. Yeah. It was annoying and she didn't hear it. But I remember text tones. Life Jennings. an only child. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was Life Jennings suffocate for those who want to look into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first aim name, your screen name? Dancing for life. Yes. Was life with a Y? Life was with a Y and it was the number four and it wasn't dancing. It was dancing. 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 For life. If it makes you feel better, mine was like Turtle Loco 90. (laughs) You are consistent, babe. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, I'm I always tell people, I'm like, you'd be shocked at how predictable my life is. Uh-huh. All right. Last few. Um, what was like your first favorite reality show or like the first reality show that got you hooked on the trash? Uh, I want to say it was Real Housewives, but it's not. I, oh no, it was College Hill. Oh my god! College no reference. Hill. BET used to have this show, and they—they they, I think they didn't did they bring reboot. it back. They did a reboot, but it doesn't make sense. It's still enjoyable, but it's I was not like, like is it named on it. Yeah, it says celebrities, so it's it is good. Okay, different. It used to be where they literally would pick students who were already going to these historically black colleges and universities, okay. uh, and and like basically take a camera. Um, oh, like a doctor's an Intellos. Shout out to Intellos cell phone service, uh, flip phone, and film these students. And it was so entertaining because it was like, is this what college is like? And it really was. It was like the yeah. house students were like, argue, go to class, look a mess, um, and hook up with people. It was fun. College Hill was my first reality TV experience. 
Do you think about like how we used to dress to go to class sometimes? Homeless. I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't say that because unhoused. Yes, unhoused. Um, but I, we would look like we didn't have anywhere to lay our heads or to bathe ourselves. It was bad, and we could do better. Okay, and then to wrap it up, since it's your first time on the show, I do what I call the pleasure points, which are just five personal pleasure questions. They're not as fun as it sounds. Okay. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite form of self care? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's true. It's escapism by form of trash TV. Okay. Bravo. Or, um, being with friends and going to a place or or chilling out and laughing, um, until I literally cannot like hold myself up. That's the best. Yeah. I went to that party and like, I met people who were really funny and I was like, I have not laughed like that in forever. It's Mm -hmm. such a good feeling. What is either your favorite cocktail or comfort food? Mm, Hennessy with cranberry because <laughs> I am black. I'm very, I'm very African-American. Okay. I'm very online. I'm very African-American stereotypical baby. I love me some Hennessy. And that's I a new thing. The cranberry. I hadn't heard about the I use. I used to do Coke, but it doesn't, you know, it doesn't go down yeah, the same. Down. If you really want to have a good time, my favorite thing to have is Hennessy with some raspberry lemonade and then a little lemon juice. You have a party. Okay. okay. That's, that's what I had before I got on here. And um, what was the second thing you asked me? Or comfort food. Is there like a comfort food that like everything with carbs? I love burritos. I love pizza. I love pasta. I love mashed potatoes. I love fries. You notice I didn't say like, oh, a salad, quinoa. Oh my God. We I said love- it's comfort food, honey. We, we didn't say what's your favorite Rabbit anything food. carby heavy yes so, yeah mm-hmm. um what is either like your bucket list travel locale or if you don't have anything in mind lately like what's your favorite place you've been I really want to go to ten- Tanzania or Tanzania is what I've been told is how you pronounce it um yeah. uh I really want to do a lot more travel on the continent and the Caribbean um, because my favorite place that I've ever been is Puerto Rico. Shout out to your motherland. Shout out oh to my the motherland. I always feel like I have to pull that out of people. Yeah, but you no. did have fun. I remember. Oh, it was yeah. beautiful. The people were awesome. I went to La Factoria and okay. I was like, I almost cried because it was the most beautiful experience of my life. There were all these different levels. The drinks were amazing. That is a um, really nice place. Yeah, yeah. These ladies saw me in my heels and she was like, mama, sit down. And I was like, she gave up her seat for me. And I was like, oh my God, the women in there were dancing. The men in there were saying, sit, they saw me and the person that I was with, um, um, the past. Didn't like yeah, I'm not, he didn't, he, he didn't like dancing. And so, um, they, this yeah, guy, anybody will dance with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, do you want to dance? And I was like, yeah, that's what I came to do. And it was, it was a fantastic night, but beyond that, the Island was just beautiful. The people were awesome. And it was in the heart of recovering from the devastation of the hurricane and even so I still felt like such a spirit of resilience and like oh yeah just wanting I don't know I I just found it to be such a beautiful place and so Puerto Rico is my favorite and I want to go to Tanzania nice yeah I know someone who went there recently and I just saw like the most beautiful pictures and I was like this is way better than fucking Italy or Greece yeah sorry everybody wants to go there and I'm like okay that's cute Sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know. And then what, who's one of your most memorable celeb crushes, whether it's like the first or more recent or anything, who, who made that eyebrow raise? 
I'm Tell sorry, Burda Boy is my baby. Oh, I uh, forgot about him. Yes. I thought of you. He was like performing with Ed Sheeran the other day, and I was like, he oh, was. They're like bros now, but a lot of the girls are now on Burner Boy because he's a big star and he's mainstream. Yeah. But I was down with him from the beginning. Um, I love him so much. For those who don't know, he's a Nigerian artist. He's really, really known for Afrobeats, but he's doing a lot more contemporary music now. His best album, in my opinion, is African Giant. So go listen to that. It's fantastic. And he just sold out a concert at Madison Square Garden. It's on YouTube on his channel. Yeah. So it's not Burner Boy. It's Burna with an A. Boy, um, support our family, support our household. We appreciate it. Oh, um, my God. And, um, you know, um, I, I just, I'm so proud of him. I can't wait to attend. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> You'll be there. I mean, I'll be there. You will um, be. And then I promise you, this is the final question. No, um, I love what them. is like your binge worthy content? Like either something that is like something you would recommend to everybody or something you're binging lately. You can interpret it. I'm a Libra. You know, I have to make two options for every question. Of course you are Libra. And I appreciate that. Shout out to the Libras who are even kill and just inclusive. So for me, it's living single, um, a nineties sitcom that covered, you know, four black women living in New York who had very different lives and, um, ways of life it's funny because it's kind of realistic there were three women who all had really great careers and they were roommates because it's new york in the 90s and so mm-hmm. it was fantastic they cover everything from fat phobia homophobia uh relationships sexism um careers love romance finances so it's oh, fantastic um it's a great show but it's funny and lighthearted, and i enjoy it so it's on hulu if you're like where do i find it try it on on hulu living single give it two or three episodes um but friends actually uh was inspired by that show so fox saw living single and said huh we want this but make it caucasian and so <laughs> it was a little bit more <laughs> marketable and so oh my gosh yeah the way those things happen the way those things happen so now but, we know living singles the og yeah yeah well thank you for being here today of course i've enjoyed it and i love love of your podcast everyone please make sure you tune in because ruby has great content so love oh, you babe i love you Mwah. good night